Hey y'all, it's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash, and Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast. So here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below Mm -hmm. and that bell notification so you'll know about every single time we upload if you're watching on YouTube. Or if you're listening to us on any of our streaming platforms, be sure to hit that follow button and leave a review down below. Yes, and for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. We want to welcome you guys to our second series of our fourth season. Yes. This month's series is entitled Sacrificial Love. Mm-hmm. My God. So this series objective is to allow the believer to understand biblical love is a decision and at times is sacrificial. Ooh. This series anchor scripture is 1 Corinthians 13, 4-5 and it reads, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. I know, girl. It's a whole (laughs) gathering of the self. (laughs) All right. So before we get into this episode, Shay is going to let us know what this episode entails. Yes, so this is going to be episode five of season four, and today we will be talking about the power of love. Mm -hmm. Now, the objective of this episode is to display to believers how we should encourage or correct others in love. Yes, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is going to be a deep one right here, y'all. Now, the focus scripture for this episode is 1 Thessalonians 5, 14 through 15. And I am going to read it in the CSB version. And we exhort you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle, comfort the discouraged, help the weak, be patient with everyone. See to it that no one repays evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good for one another and for all. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yes. So I feel like, you know, between the anchor scripture and the focus scripture, it's just gathering all of us in this moment. But that's what we need to do, you know? Yes, Lord. That's how we grow. Yes, Lord. Yeah. So before we even jump into this episode, y'all know that we got to invite our third member, Holy Spirit, into the atmosphere so let's go ahead and bow our heads so father god we want to thank you for allowing us to see another series in the year 2022 we want to thank you for the love that you give us over and over and over again despite when we don't show you love Mm -hmm. we pray that through this series people do learn to love one another the way that you love us and we pray that people Develop a heart for you and also a heart to be kind and serve others. We ask for you to come in and make less of us and more of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
I'm so glad that you brought in Holy Spirit because we really need him mm-hmm. to be able to love like God loves us. Yes. Or even be close to that. Before we get into the actual scripture, I do want to take it back a little bit. In the top of the chapter, it really does say that there is going to be a distinct difference. And there is a distinct difference between those who are of light and those who are of darkness. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to point out verse number 8 of chapter 5. It says, but since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, my God, and put the armor of faith and love, they go to love word, and the helmet of salvation. And also I wanted to point out verse number 11. It says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. Uh, Can I say that again for uh-huh. people in the back? It says, build, underline that each other up as you are already doing. So, I want to... Make it personal. Let's make it personal for just a moment because that's how I learn when I make it personal to myself. I don't know about you, but let's try this little thing here, okay? I believe that each one of these attributes is how God treats us. Uh Especially, have you ever had a moment where, you know, you may have, let me not even put it on you, let me put it on myself. I may have blatantly disobeyed God. He told me to do one thing, I went to the right. He told me to go left. I went right. Mm-hmm. I've been there, just to be honest. I have to. And, you know, he does not rebuke or condemn me. And he doesn't do that for to you either. So just think about when you ha- may have a friend, a family member, when they're quote-unquote idle or they wronged even you. So even when you know that they're in the wrong and... Maybe Holy Spirit has told you just to go to them and correct them. Or they've wronged you and they didn't hurt or upset you in any kind of way. You you know, you get into your feelings. We're supposed to feel. We still have feelings. Somebody may have hit that, you know, that red button for you. All of the time, we should remove our feelings. Maybe step away from the situation at the moment. Because we, let me say me. I can't respond in the best way when I'm heated. I have to step away. Maybe I need to go to my mama. I need to go to my sister or whomever just to vent for a second to see things clearly. And then maybe I can go to my prayer closet and be like, Lord, this is how I feel. And help me. Let me see what I need to see. Give me the words to say even. But... Even if we need to correct somebody. Also, Paul says, going back to verse number eight, let us be self-controlled and put on the armor of faith and also love. There's a distinct difference between how the world may handle a situation and also Christians may handle a situation. Mm -hmm. We always have to do everything in love. Yeah. Look at how God treats us. He treats us with love because guess what? His love never ends. Uh-uh. My love may run out sometimes. <laughs> Maybe a little timid. Maybe Paul pause for a minute. But the love that he gives us, we should always have for, you know, other people. Yeah. Even if we have to distance ourselves. So if you're dealing with someone that you know, Holy Spirit then told you to go to them, to correct them, to give them instructions to do 
and you go to them and the person is not receptive to your instructions or your guidance. You have done your job. You are obedient. Yeah, you have washed your hands <laughs> with it. But you've done your job in being obedient to Holy Spirit. Don't be discouraged in that because a person did not. You know for sure Holy Spirit told you to go to that person and do whatever. Don't be discouraged in, you know, the person not following the instructions because you've given the warning. So just be encouraged and grateful and just Thanks be to God that he gave you the instructions to give it to somebody else. You planted the seed. I wanted to bring up 1 Corinthians 3 and 6. It says, I planted, so you planted, Apollos water and God gave the growth. <sighs> so what if you never gave that seed? Because I'm in my feelings. They didn't hurt my feelings before. <laughs> Girl, if you don't plant that, boy, if you don't plant that seed and be obedient to Holy Spirit. Yep. Baby, get out your feelings. Yep. I, and that's easier said than done because I've been there. Yeah. But you, you have to be focused on your purpose in this earth to serve God and not your feelings. Yeah. So, ooh, that's a whole word. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's going to be a quote. <laughs> and be encouraged that even if the person does not take immediate response or initiative or actions, I should say, be patient because it's not like it wasn't like a day and night for you and wasn't like a 360 within that moment you received Jesus Christ. Just to be patient in the yeah. growing of the seed. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't plant a seed today and then tomorrow we get the the whole oak tree. You know, you have to be patient in that. Just the scripture to bag that up. It's James 5, 7 through 8. It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, be patient until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the patient fruit of the earth and is patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your heart because the Lord's coming is near. So be patient. Yep. It literally all boils down to the anchor scripture. The first thing, love is patient. God is patient with us. Right. Like Ashley said, our transformation did not happen overnight. Mm-hmm. A couple years, maybe decades, mm-hmm. but it happened. And you have to give that person grace and mercy, just like God will give them as well. That's right. But the thing I loved about this focus scripture is it literally, like Ashley said, it gave you the instructions. Like Paul didn't do a riddle and try to make it hard for you, like figure it out. He didn't say, hey, go on this treasure hunt. He laid it out plain right. and simple. He gave you five instructions. One, Warn those who are idle. Two, comfort the discouraged. Three, help the weak. Four, be patient with everyone. And five, don't pay back evil for evil. Now, I wanted to touch on each one of these five instructions. And the first one I want to do, of course, is to warn those who are idle. Mm -hmm. So, in the contemporary English version, the translation says, warn anyone who isn't living right. Which one of the definitions of idle is inactivity. Mm -hmm. So this can mean one of two things. Warning anyone who's, of course, not walking in Christ. So they are inactive. Uh, Because in my opinion, you don't really start living until you give your life to Christ. That's when life really starts. So we want to warn those who aren't in Christ. You you can do it real gently. 
Have you heard about my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> Have a Catholic. blessed day. You yeah. know? <laughs> and then the other is warn anyone who isn't living right. So this person has already accepted Christ, but they may be doing something that isn't Christ-like. But with both of those people, I believe there's criteria that we should follow before we even step to that person. Okay? Mm-hmm. So first, you should perform a self-assessment. So whatever you want to warn that person about, and I'm primarily talking about somebody who's not living right, whatever you want to warn that person about, you want to make sure that you aren't doing the same thing. So for example, if someone is walking up to me trying to encourage me to go to the gym, but I know that they ain't never been to the gym a day in their life, (laughs) I'm not listening to them. They have no credibility in my book. So you want to make sure whatever you're trying to convict that person on, you're living right yourself with it and then second we need to determine our relationship with that individual and this is very important because it's going to determine the approach that you take Mm -hmm. to reach that person sensitivity is very important and sensitivity levels change per person Mm -hmm. so just because your sister has has thick skin doesn't mean your cousin gonna be able to take that rebuke the same way you gave it to your sister Mm -hmm. so it's definitely important to determine your relationship with that person and how they are to determine how you should approach them. Because some people get really defensive when they feel like you're correcting them. Mm-hmm. You may have to use like their reverse psychology and make them think that it's their idea. And they be like, oh yeah, I should follow Christ. I should do that, you know. <laughs> so it's just really a dependent upon how sensitive that person is. And then I also have down here, some people are fact-based. So you could try to come to them and be like, hey, you should come over here to Christ. Or you shouldn't do that. And they come like, oh, where is that in the Bible? I need to know. So you need to have your scripture, your sermon. Not your sermon, but you know, a sermon. Not the sermon then. You know, you might have to get a sermon from Mike Todd or yeah. somebody. Like, hey, listen, I'm not a preacher, but listen to him. Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. Uh-huh. Okay. And then some people, they you might have to get them a thesis. Some people just really suck. They need to see it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, just know the person. And then lastly, what Ashley mentioned, you definitely want to consult with Holy Spirit. Some things that you don't partake in just may be a personal conviction that God talked to you about personally. Mm -hmm. So, we can't take what Holy Spirit told us not to do and make other people feel bad Mm -hmm. for doing it. That's right. So, we definitely have to consult with Holy Spirit like Ashley said, to determine who we need to talk to and what we need to talk to them about. It shouldn't just be based on personal bias. Yeah, that's good. And that's it for warning those who are idle. So the second one is comfort the discouraged. If someone is discouraged, in that moment, we shouldn't correct them. We should encourage them. It's a difference. Encouragement and correction are two different things. And as believers, we should know the difference between those two, and when to use it. So encouragement is defined as to strengthen or stimulate. And correction is defined as to set right with remedies, revisions, or reforms. So if someone is feeling down about a situation, for example, someone close to them may have died, that's not when you should correct them and say, you shouldn't be sad because you're still on earth. Mm -hmm. That's not the moment for correction. That's the moment for encouragement. You know, God is right beside you. Go to him for comfort. He is your peace, you know. But in the scenario where you have a person like, I'm so mad at God because he took my friend away from me. 
that's when you can step in and be like, hey, 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 God didn't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when correction is needed. Mm -hmm. So we have to know the difference between when we can correct somebody and when we should just encourage somebody. And I, I, I just finished reading Job, and that's like the perfect example of this. And that's what I really took from that book is that sometimes silence is the best form of being there for somebody, just letting them know that, mm-hmm. hey, I'm here. You don't always have to have, like, this sermonette or this so lengthy speech to give them. Just your presence is enough. Right. Job was going through a horrible time, and he was very discouraged. And we all know Job didn't do anything, but his friends kept trying to provide him correction, but he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Instead, he just needed somebody just to be there for him. And y'all's homework time, y'all should definitely go and read Job 16, 1 through 5 to see when he told his friends off. But like I said, just presence is enough. Just not saying that you got to be there in front of that person's face. You could just text somebody and be like, hey, how was your day? Or hey, let me tell you about my day. Because sometimes people don't want to talk about their day. They just rather listen to you. So even that can encourage somebody. So keep that in mind. All right. So the next one is help the weak. So the NLT translation says, take tender care of those who are weak. So let's use a baby, for example. When a baby is learning how to walk and they just stumble and fall, do you yell at that baby? No, because we know that that baby is learning how to walk and their legs are weak and they are in the process of learning. Mm -hmm. This is how we should be with those who are weak. We should take tender care of those individuals. And this letter is written by Paul, if y'all didn't know. He wrote it to the church of the Thessalonian people. And in the church, even today, you're going to have people with different levels of faith. So you may have somebody that, that doesn't come to church every single Sunday, or you have somebody that doesn't even read their Bible, or you have somebody who refuses to tithe. That doesn't mean that you should scold that person and tear them down. Mm -hmm. You should encourage that person and help them to get to the faith that you are. Because somebody assisted you in getting to the faith that you have, if that makes sense. I encourage you to study the entire Romans 14 because Paul really expounds on weak versus strong and how we should be to persons that may be opposite of you. So definitely study that. But just remember that every believer's walk is different and we must be compassionate to each believer in the place that they are walking in. Some believers may just be crawling. Some believers may be still on a titty. Or I should say some believers may be arm babies. Some people... (laughs) And then two more, y'all. Be patient with everyone. Now, I've seen it somewhere on Instagram. I don't remember who I saw it from, but it was a married couple. And they just explained that love is a decision. Mm -hmm. It's not always a feeling. And we should take that into every relationship that we have and not just marriage. My Bible defines love as strong affection, desire, or devotion. So let's look at that devotion word. Sometimes you won't have a strong affection or desire to someone, but since you're devoted to them, you got to stick beside them, right? Yeah. 
So as Christians in Mark 12 and 31, we are instructed, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Mm -hmm. So we have to be devoted to everyone in this world, even when that person is getting on our last nerves. We have to be patient with that person. Patience is a choice. Remember that you have dominion over patience. So just remember that. Be patient with everyone. And then last, don't pay back evil for evil. Ashley mentioned the grace and mercy of God. And as believers, we have to remember to provide people grace and mercy. We are made in the image of God. So if God provides grace and mercy, right. we're supposed to provide grace That's and good. mercy, right? So let's use Cain and Abel, for example. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cain murdered Abel for absolutely no reason in the world. And God didn't just kill Cain right in that moment. What he did is he just sent him out to wander the earth. That's what you call mercy, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to treat people how God would treat people, even if they treated us wrong. That's right. Now, like Ashley said, I understand this is easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Because I know when that cashier is nasty to you for no reason, all you want to do is go back off on them. But just think about what it would do for that cashier if you end that interaction with, have a blessed day, mm-hmm. with a smile on your face. Yeah, leave it too. <laughs> that'll, that'll really do something to them, right? Now, Proverbs 12 and 18 in the NLT translation says, Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. So your, your have a blessed day can spark a remembrance in that person. You know what? I'm supposed to be light of the world. Mm-hmm. I learned in Sunday I'm not supposed to call on people. Let me repent. Even if they can't apologize to you, they can change their behavior. So we always want to try to remember, like, our mouths can bring healing to someone. Mm-hmm. And the emotions are the mood that they're in. Because sometimes people aren't just nasty to be nasty. They're going through it. Yeah. And just having someone be nice to them can remind them, like, okay, Things aren't so bad. There are nice people in this world. So those are five instructions. Tips with those five instructions I gave y'all. Just remember to go out there in the world and remember the power of love. Because all of this is just talking about us loving people. And just think about what all of these things can do to other people if you showed it to them. Right. So in this episode, we've talked about the power of love. And one thing about it. Our creator, he loved us so much Mm -hmm. that he sent a savior down to save all of us from this evil, evil world. So, if you don't know, our savior is Jesus Christ. And through him, we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. Yeah. So, if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your savior... Now is the perfect opportunity to do so. If you would like to accept Jesus as your Savior, it's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. 
And just like that, you are now a part of the Union of Christ, and we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Aren't you so glad that your creator is patient with you, like our anchor scripture says, because he waited just for you, and he's Mm -hmm. taking you exactly how you are. So, the next step you want to do is definitely connect with the Bible Teaching Church. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below. But we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. Alright, y'all. So, that's all that we have for you guys today. I want to thank each and every single one of you that are in the chat right now for spending your Saturday morning with us. And if you just so happen to be catching a replay, be sure to comment down below. Hashtag replay. Yeah. And then if you're watching us on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to leave us a review. It definitely helps us go a long way in the mm-hmm. podcast world. And y'all be sure to go ahead and share, share this with five of your friends. It's one, two, three, four, and five. And you know your enemies now. We got to love them too. Yeah, it's the power of love. Go ahead and share. And then while you're down there, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to go ahead and like this video. Hit that subscribe button and then do not forget to hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. Mm-hmm. And then be sure that you are following us on all of our social media to keep up with us outside of YouTube and podcasting. That's right. And if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. And don't forget to check out our description box where we will have some freebies for you guys. And then we still have that Reborn Workbook link down there for any new believers out there. That's right. Be sure to catch Shay with the Makeup and Ministry next Tuesday now. Yeah, it's part two of Joseph's story, so Mm -hmm. it's just going to be even juicier than the first one. And if you haven't, be sure to watch the replay of our interview with the one and only Miss Only Lady V. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. We want to thank y'all so much for taking time out and listening to little old us. <laughs> we really appreciate old. it. I ain't old. Not old. It's O-L-E. Y'all know I'm country. Y'all already know. We established this a long time ago. Yes. And I ain't changing. All right. So like I said, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. We hope that y'all have a blessed rest of the day. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, in between time, as always, be be obedient. obedient. See y'all next time. Bye.